0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com.
1: Well, I'm upset, cause I can't.
0: Welcome.
2: To Axe to Grind. The Hardcore Podcast. I'm Patrick.
1: I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. And we found Patrick. Found I've been identified
2: in a hopeless place. Unlike unlike the Chinese balloons or whatever the fuck, which nobody could really tell me what was going on, and I just dipped out of the conversation entirely. It's literally unlike, like gobbledygook. Who cares? You know what I mean? Right? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that they're like, yeah, I don't know, everybody. What's up? It was it was like uh, spokespeople for the White House just came out and were like, hey, fam, might be aliens, I don't know, and everybody goes, all right, cool, cool, cool. Don't have time for this. <clears throat> did you uh, know
3: in the Pentagon they have several meeting rooms named stuff like uh, Alien Autopsy Conference Room? I did not because they allow interns to name certain conference rooms on a rotation basis and so it's like oh these interns like won this thing so it's like um you know there's a room that's like ufo documents uncovered you know it's like it can it's also like conference room q or something like that but but yeah because because everybody like who cares like what are we talking what are we
2: you know you know what i mean i i was kind of down on being part of a surveillance state war machine Mm, mm, mm. but i didn't know they were so light and fun you know that sounds you all know, right like, you know like bomb a thing joke about it later it's all good yeah, what's is, it, is it too is it too late to get an internship
3: I'm proud to be an American
2: because I mean, at least
3: I'm I you don't be passing that background me. check on me yeah that's a fact yeah uh, they hitting up immigration and getting those those uh, terse we yeah murder what generation. you're doing isn't illegal but we don't like it from oh, which, uh, from our friends
2: by the way everybody uh Speaking on background checks and everything. I I don't know if you've been watching. I don't I don't know if you've been watching what's going on uh, on Capitol Hill lately, but uh, everybody is going to be called to to the mat for their tweets at some point. They're like taking the the uh, the one Biden wants in charge of the FCC. They're like, did you say that Republicans are Nazis? And she's like, not in those words. And he and then they'll bring up the tweet and say, like, "Mm." Looks like you did, girl. Like so it's like they are jamming everybody up. Just everybody in the sound of my voice. If you've said if you've been a little edgy boy or said something fucked up on the internet, you just gotta ride it out now. It is what it is. <laughs> you are in the soup. from the
3: mouth of Little Edgy Boy Corner. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. I'm trying to help. Yo, uh, thank you to everybody who's listening. Uh guess what we're gonna say thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Convulse Records. Oh, yeah. Thank you to Close Casket Activities.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Thank you to Run for Cover. uh, I I was going to do the one that I think it might be a blood thing, though. I'm not going to do it. Sheesh. (laughs) <laughs> one of those <laughs> I was, I was going to do it and I was woo, like wait a minute that might be some blunt shit <laughs> I don't remember
3: um, and last but definitely certainly not least thank you to To Live a Lie Um, yo with that spirit let's start with To Live a Lie To Live a Lie.com click on To Live a Lie click on that web store go in there and I am grabbing the controls Tom you're my co-pilot I want everybody to check out a little band called Spaz uh, the the Release that grabbed my attention today is the Spaz, Sweatin', Skatin', Satan, and Caton CD. I'm thinking that's Caton, isn't it? Wouldn't right. it be Sweatin' Three, Skatin',
1: Satan, and Katen?
3: Sweatin' Three, Skatin', Satan, and Katon There we go. I think you're right. I think you're right? right. That would make that sense. Sense We're at the rhyming. Yeah.
1: So this <clears> is the <throat> third. The third, like third part of their discography. That's why it's Sweating Three because sweat, it was Sweatin' right, the, sweat
3: the oldies. Right. That's right. This is. <clears throat> this is this is truly wild stuff, but this is what you get from a band like Spaz. Sixty seven songs from El- <coughs> Alpha Splits with here's the the roster 25 to life. Yeah, yeah. Monster X, Bob <laughs> wow, Stand Up, uh Gob, mm-hmm. Lack of Interest. Okay, yeah, I mean, uh, rips, rips. Bob are, I was gonna say you're a lack of interest fan, are you not? Great, great. We got him to play Sound of Fury, and that was like a, a moment. It was really cool. Um Opstand. Did we get lack of interest or just despise you? I thought we got lack of interest. If not, I saw lack of interest in the Valley, and it was awesome. Uh, Black Army Jacket, Slobber, and the Mighty Hyrax. Um, From 95 to 98, shout out to this band. They were fast, hardcore, thrash, power violence, whatever you want to call it. They were as fast as you could go. Short songs, blast beats. And they were unafraid to do it in rooms that were not blast beat rooms, as you can see from a few of the names on that split list. Um, m- mostly being twenty five to life. Uh, cool band. Uh, who, Funny, yes. Didn't take it too seriously. Uh, we've we've talked about sixty five thrash core before. Um, very important. Shout out to Hyrax Max. Uh, shout out to Spaz. Yeah. This is a, a really cool band. Who uh, I don't know. I just I, I think their name escapes a lot of people these days, yes, but they yes. were so big,
2: yeah,
1: ubiquitous sales. around this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were everywhere. They were the grindcore power. They were the band.
3: Yeah, the the fastcore for lack of any other name band. And uh, yo, I. I Let's put some respect on the name of Spaz because I mean, yeah, I think they were the band who was a lot of people's first. Oh, wow, this band does 30 second songs,
1: band, right? It's fast and heavy. Like, what Mm -hmm. the fuck? Did we also know that they had a song on the motion picture soundtrack for Gummo? I didn't know that, I didn't know that either, but I looked it up and it's there.
3: God bless, man. I haven't thought about Gummo since I saw it in someone's like woodshed and.
1: 1999 or something. Gummo love theme. Fourth song. It's also a Absu and a I hate God and Burzum and Bathory and Spaz.
3: Mm.
1: Wow. Wow.
3: This, yeah. You know what? This is a listening uh, exercise. Sleep, Bathory, Bethlehem. Uh, wow. Wow. 40. Really interesting. Really interesting. Okay. Moms and Dad's Pussy by Destroy All Monsters. Okay, you how about that? Uh, Spaz, Sweatin' 3, Skatin' Satan and katon CD. Check that out. Spin a, a few other fast records for us to com. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah. Run for cover. Oh, uh, this is one we've given a shout-out to a lot. I just wanted to – so th- I was <clears throat> doing a thing the other day where I was talking about – uh ignoring like uh, text? Uh, well, I was, talking, I was not <laughs> replying to text. Uh, I was in a conversation with people about Spotify listens and there was, I might quit music. Cause there was a lot of shit where I was like, Holy God, how's that have such high fucking listens? Uh, but yo know, had big listens. Uh, like, yo, know, I don't want to like, I'm not trying to shit on this band by being, by being shocked or anything. No, I just am out of touch. So I didn't know that that band had fan fans. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to say something too quietly
3: been having fan fans if you went back years and years and looked at narrowhead listens they've had streams it's it's really fat i mean the band has tracks and well, uh it shows
2: <laughs> listen so uh, everybody i'm uh because i'm in that world a little bit although obviously ignorant as fuck uh, i i get the conversation and i would like to put a little respect on uh narrowhead's name because Behind the scenes, people were counting the band out because yep. they were th- their old material was getting was overshadowing their new material. And that's that's kind of if you're a younger band, people are like, ah, that's over. Right? Yeah. Weird thing that happens. What happens a lot. Uh but their new thing hit <laughs> because when somebody was like, Yo, you check out their listens, I was like. Yeah, what are they like? Same as drug church or whatever? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> crush, crush of the church. So, uh, people are connecting with that record. Uh, I saw like a minor celebrity, but sometimes he gets lumped in with uh, with with bad Real people. Celebrity so say who? Oh okay. uh, god, was saying that this is the record of the decade, uh, and it is uh, apparently really connecting. So everybody, go check that out, and uh, shout out to that band for uh proving pr- uh industry slime wrong.
3: Yeah, shout out. Moments of Clarity go to runforcoverrecords.com. Order it if you haven't joined their Magic Circle Record Club. Join. I just got uh, a couple of my records in the mail. Very cool. Love that shit. So, um, yeah, very cool. Tom, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm okay. How's everything? It's pretty good. Did you Oh, yesterday. I know. Did you Oh, behind the cotton behind the camera. Did yes. you feel okay about Patrick ignoring text messages? I did not. Have you guys I not enjoyed it, it at all? Yeah. Have you addressed no. it yet with him? No, I think we would Pat, save
1: it for the air. Patrick, yes.
3: how you
2: doing? How you feeling? I feel great. I mean, I'm exhausted. <clears> feel good. Like you feel
3: great. You feel wonderful.
2: I was in Doha. OK, the, the the Wi-Fi in Doha wasn't as great. Actually, it was really good once I had
1: learned how to connect, but I didn't learn Ooh. how to connect. for. A yeah, while. That's your problem, not their problem. Let's not make
3: it. You... Uh, Stop I, I blaming don't... Doha for your shit.
2: Yeah, I do want to say Kuwaiti Air is very accommodating. Kuwait uh, uh no, not Kuwaiti, Qatar, 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 air. Yeah. Qatar okay. air is, is very accommodating. No, it's not. I asked Tom. It's funny you should say that. So everybody, if you, were, if you thought you were losing your mind when news media started calling Kiev Kyiv, uh, that was intentional. That's because uh, Kiev is the Russian pronunciation. Uh, Correct. And Kiev is, is, is so, but a lot of people thought they were losing their minds, getting hit with that Bernstein effect, right? Uh, and that's what I thought I was suffering from with Qatar, it's which is daughter. how <laughs> news media has been telling me to say it. But I yeah. asked the woman who works for Qatar Air, I said, yeah. Excuse me, miss. Could you say that again? How'd you say that? And she mm-hmm. she said, Qatar. And I said, like guitar? She's like, not exactly. And I was like, but it's not cutter. <laughs> <But> it's <laughs> and, it's but closer to that than Qatar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so everybody, I take it. You could take your shit from Don Lemon if you choose. I will mm. take my shit from Uh, Marissa, the, uh, uh, you know, Qatar uh, 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 employee of
3: Qatar airline. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The real question on everyone's lips, everyone's chapped lips is,
2: Patrick, how long was your flight slash travel time? Approximately. Uh, Let's take a look. Uh, I mean, definitely over 20 hours because one flight was 13 by itself, I want to say. You live very far away. Uh, I do live really far away. That's five movies I watched uh it eleven
3: thousand six hundred and thirty miles from from uh n y c
2: there you go um, so including
3: uh, layovers were you in are we talking thirty hours
2: uh maybe with layovers maybe oh okay so eleven hours and thirty minutes was the first flight and uh second flight was fourteen hours and fifty minutes
3: okay so uh when when were you gonna reach out to us to say hey it's it, i'm I'm good to record
1: you know what yeah that's a really good question or do you go like hey you know i'm gonna be kind of off the grid for a little bit because i have like 47 hours of flights because i you know i used to pay extra 300 bucks for a direct flight right um what are we gonna do about this you know i know we come we have an episode that comes out every tuesday that's right I'm going to kind of be out of commission for like four days. Like, yeah, hey, you guys right. want to jump on one now? Do you guys want to do one with, say, Eric? Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, like, what's you going know, on? I have a responsibility to you and the right. tens of thousands of people that listen to us. Yeah, that's right.
2: God forbid uh, that we should do it on Monday night and keep it current. God well, yeah, but forbid. But here's the
1: deal. You know what? If you would have been like, yo, Monday night, I'm going to be in fucking Albany in Cahos, or wherever the hell you are. Mechanicville. Guilderland." schenectady gildersleeve schenectady. that's right you're in
2: schenectady,
1: schenectady. that's right schenectady's and you could have been like yo i'll be there monday night we'll, ha- we'll get on a call you know we'll get on we'll record something fresh for tuesday morning mm-hmm. blah, blah 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 you know what you would have saved me and bob a lot of heartache
2: uh
1: yeah I'm like sorry. There, was, there was
3: some anger on the call but there was also a lot,
2: we'll of, a lot of
1: like a lot of hurt feelings and sadness too <laughs> right. well, i mean i I'll was guess. assuming you were like locked up abroad
2: I went from yeah, Doha true. to Skinny Atlas, and uh, neither uh, have good
3: Wi-Fi. I apologize. Yo, shout out. I think there's a band called the Schenectizoids, and I think that's a really funny, cool name.
2: Schenectozoids. There you go. That's pretty good.
3: Um, well, all right. Padre's back in the saddle again. <clears throat> we were last talking to you about post-hardcore. We want to dive right back into that. Before we do, on the episode that you missed, which was a really fun one, I got to tell you, I, I want s- to give uh, – you know what? Shout out to Tom. Step, stepped up and took care of this. I, I felt like I did just okay. Tom just like uh, – he, he Joe montana the game, that one. Here's where so I want right to
1: ask you. To, the, to Dwight Clark right in the end zone.
3: There we go. Boom. Uh, we did gold standards of all the – we we really laid into because we said we did it from the Wikipedia list of hardcore punk subgenres. Thinking that's that's a full Patrick move. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. We uh, want to keep continuity. I
3: want you know to <clears throat> get your. I'm going to get your take as we do when you when you occasionally go off grid. Um, so we're going to ask you for a couple quick hits on your opinions on what the gold standard of these various subgenres are. Sure. Christian hardcore. Um, Maybe it's the Murr standard. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in my view, the. Uh, the there's a Zao period that is uh, if you're counting metalcore as hardcore is like the mm-hmm. best of the, and if you're not then probably something like Stretch Armstrong or uh, mm-hmm. Figure okay. Four. Now what about the Living Sacrifice band that you, you oh I, I so I love the Living Sacrifice groove metal era which is a controversial Gosh. opinion but hmm. uh, when they break out the trash cans you can't go wrong.
3: Okay, uh, let's see. Um, what about emo? What would be your gold standard of
2: emo? Well, that's a tough one. Um, mm-hmm. I personally love, uh, there's three, count them, three piebald records that I think are great.
3: Mm, okay. All right. Did not expect <laughs> that. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm happy for that one. How about
2: melodic hardcore? Uh, <clears throat> that's tough because there's so much that I love that could fall under that category or could not. And we're going to talk about this on this episode if we're talking post-hardcore on this episode. Because, we are. Uh, I'm going to make some bold claims about things that I think are post-hardcore that are long-running bands that made moves towards post-hardcore. Right? Mm. Versus band, v- v- versus people's new band. Right? <clears throat> uh, full on with it. I-, I actually am thinking of a couple right now. So uh, melodic hardcore, I'd say the best to ever do it is seven seconds.
3: Okay. Um, how about, in this one, you got to be really fast, okay? Okay. <clears throat> me and Tom were able to give our answers, and we kind of did a, a combo answer um, to cover all bases. The gold standard of New York hardcore is? District 9. Not, not quite. Um, how about <laughs> gold standard for power violence?
2: Uh, oh, man. Um, yeah, listen, there's like three that all sound just good to me. You know what I mean? You can say like any of the California stuff where you go. Yeah, that's good. You know exactly. what I mean? The no exactly. comment, the crossed yeah. out, et cetera. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about yeah. SAS? let's say crossed out for, for the purists that are listening that want an answer. Sure.
3: Uh, SAS, give us your, your gold standard of SAS.
2: Oh fuck. I don't really, um, uh, Oh, uh, no, I don't know. That's more of a dark horse pick. Um, gold standard. Tom, I feel like where we got was the just like we're it's
3: going to be like oh yeah that's the one right
2: yeah what'd you guys arrive at like I mean it was like like, do you have an answer big room sass oh that's blood brothers
3: that's right that's right I think it I think it just is all right and the final one you're going to get asked about what is your gold standard for ska core
2: oh I mean there there's three Boston records that are better than the Beatles.
1: Is this AI Pat or is this really Pat?
2: No, that's, I, I honestly, there's three Boston's records that are more cleverly written than most things people can name. Like would they're you, just you, truly great songs, regardless they're, of whether. They're, like, genre.
3: No argument here. I think they're very good. I would dispute the better than Beatles, but that's a, a personal choice thing. Um, uh, would you call them ska core or would you just simply call it ska?
2: I'd call them Scott core. They they, 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 uh, they're all heavy. They really broke from convention with the vocals. Okay. You know what I mean, like, all so, right. uh, some of the music, certainly by the time that you hit, uh, uh, the commercial record, the big one, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, you, you're talking about kind of, uh, almost pop leaning rock songs. That's but, right. But the vocals are still relentlessly aggressive, which I think puts them in a different category.
3: It's an interesting question because it opens Pandora's box of saying if you have aggressive vocals can you throw core on the end of it and What was fu- uh, th- was, was the Boston's
2: the first fucked up
3: No, I mean there's sonic comparisons between the two that I think I think the band would actually note. I mean obviously vocally there's some comparisons between Damien and Dicky uh, but there's also some some music components that fit especially in their most recent release, I, I hear it, and, and then yep. the last couple, there's there's definitely. Um, but I think that's kind of the idea of, like, we, we love punk and hardcore, but we're unafraid to really touch into more pop accessible and then weirder influences, but our main bread and butter is the punk, hardcore, and the adjacent world pre-1990, uh, which is new wave, post-punk, reggae ska like power pop etc cetera, etc cetera. i bet if you really dig into songwriters of the boston's you can find a power pop fan um, oh, because no they're very hooky and it's, it's sort of interesting well patrick good job you might have won your way back into your good graces because of your contributions to our ska core conversation oh well i'm here look at you captain everybody's waiting for murder church so um get on it let's uh Let's go back to post hardcore. Bring do us it. back. Uh because this could be someone else's first episode. What are we doing right now?
2: Uh so everyone, we are uh taking the unreliable narrator and expanding. So we are going to Wikipedia which has a list of post hardcore bands. I would say 85% of it is stuff that nobody that not the 3 of us and very few of our listeners I would imagine would call post-hardcore. Uh, so this is kind of proving that Wikipedia is certainly um, crowdsourced uh, because a lot of ignorance went into this. That's part of the fun and we will occasionally say bands for fun that really do not fit this m- mold in my view. Uh, but for the most part, I went to it to see what bands. So I was making a little post-hardcore playlist, and I was I was thinking, what bands am I forgetting? So I went here and found it very unreliable, but also found it kind of helpful because there was stuff I forgot. Uh, so we're going through that list and just using it as an excuse to talk about some fucking music. Hell yeah. All right. So
3: <clears throat> where do we left off, leave off? You, you just jump us right back in. Let's get back uh, so
2: it. we might have ended on F. Does that sound right to everybody? Sounds right. Because uh, I don't know. We did well, did, you, not,
3: did we, we just, do the in Kindles?
2: Uh, no, we did not do the Inkindles. Um who I don't know make this list, do they? Um, I don't think so Tom. What's your ruling on the Inkindles? I I say it's a little more a well, little too E-rock. rock Yeah, rockish, right. So uh Bob, I remember you and I talked uh because there's some difference between us on mm. uh, Glassjaw, but I don't know if mm. it's because we reached G or not. No, we
3: didn't. Every- cuz Glassjaw was one of your your pinnacle ones cuz you used we said you had into another glass jaw quicksand. Yeah, did we that only get A. through
1: C? No, no, no. no.
3: I think
2: we, I'm almost certain we got through E.
3: Did we talk <clears> we about, we about driveway
1: like Jehu. We
2: we did, mm-hmm. and we talked we talked about uh, fiddlehead. So we definitely made it through F. Did and we, I talked. Did about the, we actually
1: talk about, fiddlehead? I, no. about fiddlehead. No. No, fiddlehead? I don't remember. talking about fiddlehead. I don't remember talking about driveway like Jehu either.
2: Okay, well, uh, Drive Like Jehu, I think we did. I think we said that there, we yes, we it. did. Rock, Listen, because
1: right? we got to drug church. Yes, we did. We got to drug church. No, because uh, people were yelling at me that we didn't talk about Drive Like Jehu.
3: Yeah, that's right. We didn't talk okay. about Drive Like Jehu. Uh, I think, we got, I think people, Tom's right. We got to
2: see. All right. Uh, Do You Compute made it to my playlist, but it's the only song that made it to my playlist. Drive Like Jehu, uh, is post hardcore. Uh, they are on the rockin' side of that, which was later put in uh the spotlight was put on that with their uh bands right. after Drive Like Jake. The- uh yep. And they uh they're a good band. Uh they have tracks. It's uh recorded in a in in my view kind of a, a more pulled back style than than the genre deserves, right? Correct. Like it's or or uh, and uh I don't appreciate that about it. But in so okay, bold statement. In some ways, Uh, I would say that uh, Yank Crime is the uh, marquee moon of post-hardcore. It's just really the guitar work. You can get lost in how nice it is. So worth checking out, but it's not the type of (laughs) post-hardcore that a lot of... Like, if you're a quicksand head and that's what you're using as your...
1: As uh, your 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 barometer, yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, then it's going to fall outside of that, but it's good post-hardcore for sure.
3: Well, and and to me, I I think that... (sighs) It opens a door that we've touched on a little bit, and we said it with something else, that it's it's a little too rock in Kindles. Um, there's a vein of post-hardcore from the 90s that basically veered off from post-hardcore and added rock elements. Because Drive Like Jay, who sends you down a road that could include a thing like the Kindles, though it's not the same, certainly could include something like Rocket from the Crypt. Though it's not... I wouldn't call Rocket from the Crypt post-hardcore, but I, if you start including more rock tinge stuff, you could veer that way, and it's an interesting place. But I think, <gasps> for the purposes of what we're talking about, you're right. There's there's Drive Like Jay who tracks that certainly would fit the post hardcore conversation, but not their entire catalog.
2: No, and I, I mean, listen, everybody this this playlist that I made has a lot of seaweed on it, and not everybody would consider that post hardcore. And it also has a braid song on it, which basically no one would. So. I'm not religious about these shits. Not dogmatic. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm I'm skipping E because I'm confident we talked about how embrace uh, would not make that for us. Uh, egg hunt, you guys said no. I said yes. Um, I, I said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the- but I,
3: I I think egg hunt. But egg hunt hits your weird like uh, it predates the cutoff. You know what I mean? And I also yeah, oh yeah for
2: for the playlist. Sorry, okay. Bob. Let me make mm-hmm. that clear to everybody. Uh, I was going right. mostly. I was going mostly like say ninety five to two thousand two or whatever, but it really yes. it's flexible. It's it's, 90, okay. it's say right. ninety two to two thousand two, um, yeah. and
1: but it takes out Re- Revolution Summer. Yes, to, uh, omit Which Revolution in a weird place. Yeah. Uh,
2: so getting into uh, so Tom's an Engine Down fan. Tom is it emo mm. or is post hardcore?
1: I would say post hardcore.
2: Okay. Uh, I, I can't speak to that band with any authority. I do, I don't know if I could hum a track. Tom, where to, uh, where to
3: start on that band? Um, hmm. I know I'm I'm pulling it out right now. You know, but that's yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I think I've checked out at one point and filed away as I like. Oh, this is pretty cool, but never went back to.
1: So yeah, I'm not like a super fan. I don't know where Pack got that idea from. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to think what maybe the self-titled okay yeah let me look to it let me see let's see the one i listened to yeah i feel like yeah I, I kind of i was not as big of a fan as pat would thinks i am so he put me yeah. on the spot he really like a jerk. <laughs> no. sorry uh, let's see oh love it records love
3: it records is an interesting thing um <laughs> yeah i am curious about this all right i think i think this under the pre- pretense of present tense or to bury with the set within the sound
2: well, I, I I don't know if Everything I'm supposed to, to repeat weird. this. Uh, a, a friend of this podcast had a conversation with somebody the other day, uh, mm. who said that there's multiple unreleased records mm. that will I'd never be released. That. Oh, and uh, quote here's a quote when asked about it by the same person. Person, mm-hmm. uh, do not speak to me about this again. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Which that's is so amazing, <laughs> so awesome, <laughs>
3: really impressive, impressively off-putting kind of energy. Yes. Right there. love. Yeah. It. How do you even respond after someone says that? It's just the the relationship is severed, right? Like,
2: no, it's if if it's your partner, you go oh you, you things get ramped up and you go oh okay. no, we're gonna talk about that. Exactly yeah, uh, right. That's
3: that's the energy I'm at.
2: Right, but but if it's if it's someone that you have like. You know, like a
3: a very casual, like, hey, we're messaging about our projects or something, and you're yeah, like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. what about this? Yeah, I, that's the part I'm uh See, confused yeah. about because it's it's a push off. Uh, Tom, is that a kiss off?
1: Oh yeah, I'd be fucking like, I'd be like, fuck you, man.
3: Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't asking for like, uh, you know, the graces. I was just curious.
1: Oh, you yeah, know? I wasn't asking for your social security number, bro. I was just, you know, <laughs> these things exist. They do. All right. Yeah see I I, I keep things I, yeah. I
2: like to keep things light uh, like I like even yeah. when I'm talking about something very serious I, I try to make it understood that I'm self-aware enough that hey I, I'm not I, you know I, this is a serious topic and I understand it's serious for some people but w- w- you know I'm I'm not right. here to monitor how you speak about things and if somebody hit me with something that's like overly serious or like Mm -hmm. you know i don't know
1: what to do with that information i'm like
0: all right all right okay like
1: Like, yeah big eye, like you do the big eye thing i'm like okay guy
3: that's right that's right so so this is more a message to the people not the ones receiving it you handle it however you got to but the person who's putting that out there What's the better response than that? And I'm not trying to tell him <coughs> what to do. He should do whatever he feels like. He's saying.
1: He I mean, it's how Pat to responds to people that ask him about sincerely.
2: Oh no, interesting. I, I think be, I think the way you do Do not that ask me true. about the warm demo again. It, it, you just you be cagey and you just you just say things like, "Oh, I hadn't heard that." You know what I mean? Like that, that's that's the,
3: that's the easy way to just brush off. I, I think if you wanna if you wanna acknowledge that it's been asked, but you don't want to talk about, it, you go, uh, you know. There weird is, time. but not not something I'm comfortable getting into. Weird time. It's sort of it's you know what the comp is it's my my how do you get people not to ever bother you about not drinking when they say hey do you want to drink nah I don't drink oh why not ah family stuff everything yeah, yeah, stops yeah. every no more questions they don't want to hear some sort of story they don't. It doesn't matter. You stop the conversation. I can Be So Bold?
1: Please. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> Just calm the fuck down. If someone was like, yo, I heard there's a fucking unreleased whatever, whatever, I, I'd be like, yeah, it's terrible. Or yeah, it's awesome. But like, like yeah, why the, the fuck would you be like, don't ever speak? Like, how important could that record be? Or it. could you think you are? <laughs> to be like, don't ever bring that up. Like, it's not like... Whatever happened with that, like your old, your old partner, don't right. ever bring yeah, that yeah, person yeah. up to me again. Right. You know, like, are you, you know, like there's certain things you don't ask, like, you know, don't ask yeah, yeah, someone we'll if they're pregnant. Don't ask if someone uh, uh, if, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, or, yeah, I've learned a to whole never bunch, ask. Huh? A whole bunch of things like that. Like, Right. Like, don't, uh, if you haven't spoken to somebody in a while, don't ask them how their, their partner is.
2: Right. Don't right. ask them how the partner is and but don't bring like, it up to it. Right. That's right. And don't say crazy shit like, I thought you were pregnant. D- you know what I mean? Like don't like just avoid right. shit.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> what's that comedian? Who's the clean comedian? Oh fuck. But when he says like he goes, You ever say something and it's like halfway out of your mouth before you realize it's the wrong thing? And he goes, where's the baby dude? <laughs> but that's what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Um Can you imagine like practice? like, Don't ever break how dare you. How fucking dare you? Listen. It's he could listen, have been like, Yeah, you know what, we we didn't get through the guitars. Or like I hated listen, the people that were playing with me. We get back to the list.
3: We got so derailed. Okay. Drive like Jehu. Uh, post Hardcore. Fiddlehead, post hardcore.
2: We talked yeah, about four. Four. Uh we did I thought post we song. did. Because uh, I remember solutions. talking about
1: what is in solution water and solutions. Okay, okay. There we go. Yeah. Yes, you guys did talk So about
2: that. so uh Water and Solutions, uh two songs made my list. Uh Barry White Only two,
1: right? Is that one of them? Yeah. Um, what about Mother Mary?
2: Mother Mary, yeah. Those are the two that made the list. Great up. song. Right. Um, uh, Farrakhan, I to, I talked about it, before. Yeah. Uh, good yeah, mathy stuff. Uh, let's see. We're still going I down mean, the list. How many Fever 333 you got on there? Um, yo, shout out to uh, – I've never, I've never listened to a Fever 333 song, but I will say I've played festivals with them. And the one kid I think – I think the bassist, maybe
1: I th- there's only like two mm-hmm. members. There's nobody so else. Maybe- there's only one guy left in the band. So,
2: Oh, all right. Well, whatever. The one, the one kid was a listener to ax to grind. He was, Shout out. I want to say he was in the chariot. Nice
1: kid. Nice. Kid. Yes. He's uh, not in it anymore.
2: Oh, well, fuck me then. Him
1: and the drummer uh, left. Cause it's like the singers like kind of, it's a whole thing.
2: Oh, gotcha. All right. Don't
1: ever uh, speak
3: to me of this again.
1: Yeah. That's what John don't, Feldman don't said. Don't yeah. Don't speak <laughs> to me.
2: Um, Okay, so this is everybody that's not looking at the same list that we are. This is where mm, shit gets mm. like truly insane. It's saying mm. uh, falling in reverse is post hardcore. Um, flyleaf. It's saying flyleaf is post hardcore. <laughs> you know, this <there's>, is <laughs> no, no, a lot no. of four uh, years strong. Uh, no, no. So, no. so Frodus. I think I might have mentioned last. We got time. into
3: Frodus and Flatus.
2: That's right. We did get into the S. That's right. Yes. yes, you did Frodus. Uh, yes. But then talking about stuff like from autumn to ashes, I don't know if we did. From autumn to ashes is to me an example. But and Bob, this is why uh, there's got to be. We have to use the word new school hardcore. It has yeah. to be a genre. And but you'd
3: put. I think I don't think I'd use from autumn to ashes under new school.
1: Uh, here's hardcore the thing: hardcore, right? I, I'm
2: not comfortable calling them metalcore. So so really? I really totally yeah,
1: yeah. metalcore.
2: Nah, I, Tom. Where do you put uh, poison the well? Mind Force is Metal new school fan. hardcore. Yes, it is. I would I
3: would have said like like uh, like isn't isn't it twenty five to life is the new school band and Come and correct was the old school band or did I flip those? Oh, no, I don't that's know. Something like that. I think that was the uh, Rick to Life definitions. Like, yeah, Come and correct. This is our old school shit or something. I don't know. It was one or the other. So it sounded like someone exactly from the same. That, yeah, correct. Didn't. That's right. Um, that's right. A, a lot of nineties core that had like relatively poor drumming and uh, some metal, but not fully metal, and was yeah, just fast enough. enough that you could call it hardcore. That's new school hardcore. i Poison Wells metal core, and so is From Adam Nash's. Now it's yeah. on the sc- like. There is more melody going on. Uh, maybe it, maybe it falls uh, under. You weren't here for the hardcore subgenre conversation. Maybe it falls under melodic metalcore, Patrick.
2: Uh, I don't think that you could call the first Poison the Well record metalcore, knowing what was no, n- not even knowing what was going to happen, because then I definitely don't think it would be proto metalcore by all standards. But uh, the we are the, slicing
1: like it's like the fucking <laughs> Goodfellas body slicing the fucking right. garlic,
2: a hundred percent. Because, because listen, that first record is you can't even call it metalcore by comparison to things that were happening. So, for example, like Zeo is. A million times more what we understand to be metalcore than Poison the Well, and they were contemporaries. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So,
1: I, oh, I don't agree. Really? Oh, shit. I mean, I. Dude, it, the wh- dun, 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 dun. e riffs, total metalcore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just changed over years. Now they sound quaint comparatively. Mm-hmm. But at the time.
2: Well, that's true. I guess US, t- those, uh,
1: dudes, those, those dudes were like listening to fucking Until Your Heart Stops yeah oh, i have no yeah. doubt of that about
2: that but i don't know if they're pulling it off is my point um okay yeah. uh, i i thought they would i like poison the wild don't man. oh listen I, I i haven't given it a fair listen in a long time and i really have not listened to the later material. you like
1: the later stuff it's more challenging that's What you tell me
2: i am listen i'm getting into it tom i'm making all these playlists because i'm i'm like doing deep dives on everything you know what i mean i'm just like making a little, it like trying to get the what you guys did the other day is what I ultimately wanted to arrive to is you guys are smart. Uh, mm-hmm. is like, what is the best? What, what, what is like, yeah, you gold standard. Each, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd make it like five for each. Like what is, what could we say is like encompassing of like what anybody would want to listen to. Right. Yeah. But, yep. uh, but you know, things are weird. Like I put, I tried putting Jupiter on my playlist, just don't like it. you you just don't like it as a record right yeah i I mean i just don't like it like
3: it's interesting because to me it falls um it is space rock but it's also it's it's like cave in taking in a lot of these cues from some of these bands like quicksand uh but then adding in this spacey element i can't think of many other records i would put in post hardcore that sound like jupiter which no. which is which is a like opens up an interesting conversation, um, because if you also if you wanted to say well Bob I would argue that Jupiter is halfway between something like Incubus and Quicksand I'd probably go yeah you're probably right you know uh, or or something even like just way more spacey rock or like modern like guitar rock it's it's not that far off um, Pat
1: do me a favor. When you when you're gonna revisit Caven for your your post hardcore playlist, mm-hmm. go one record before. Go to Creative Eclipse. Oh, yeah. I, oh,
2: I mean, I, I I really like the song. Uh, what it was called, Luminescence. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a really good and song, and I feel like that's po- that's post that's post hardcore in the traditional well, sense. Well, and, yeah. and that's
3: why I think of Jupiter as a, just an extension of that. But I feel like it's too like
1: it got stonery.
3: Yeah, you don't you the spacey stoner type elements take you out on that. I get it.
1: I get it. I mean, I think that, that record's great, but it's not post hardcore to me.
3: Yeah, I, I can I can understand it. I can I can understand it because, like I said, I can't think of other records that I would group in this world that sound like it. But. That's okay. Um, what I was gonna say. Do, 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 do. So, Caven, Caven, Jupiter didn't make it for you.
2: But we're right uh, okay, now. so I'm I'm now I put Fugazi on, but because of th- I only put uh, in on the Kill Taker and like tracks from that record, and give me the other record from around that time, not Red Medicine. Um, uh, argument. Uh, uh, no, 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 that's uh, later. uh, It's, it's it's not, uh, it's not the first two and it's not red medicine. So what is that in on the kill taker? And
3: fuck, not not steady
2: diet, steady diet, steady steady diet. A hundred percent could make this list. Uh, like, but Fugazi just opens the door to the earlier
3: stuff. Though, here's the thing. If you listen to Fugazi, even the earliest Fugazi, versus of right Spring or Embrace, I think they're doing really different things.
2: Oh, no doubt. No so, doubt. Yeah. Um okay, and now you, you End Hits, hits End Hits, thank you. Thank you, Tom. There you go. Uh and to me the most post-hardcore that Fugazi like traditional post-hardcore that Fugazi got was End Hits and uh the record I said before, whatever, uh, and on the Killtaker. Um uh so those for those of you that are like want to hear Fugazi at kind of like they're most ripping. Uh, I think that those are the two ripping records. Um, okay. Ripping. I think they rip on those records. Uh, more than like, yeah, uh more than the early stuff, which I think is.
1: There's so many
2: interesting takes
3: being thrown out tonight. Listen, I think, I think
2: those early records are their response to hardcore. And then they realize, uh, they realize on some of those mid records that mid period rather is that not mid, yeah, not mid. Yeah, they're good records. Appeared, that's a good uh, what thing. What they realized later is, you know, we just kind of play like that sometimes, huh? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and, and they really can play like that. Like, the, there's hardcore songs on those records, and they're fucking good. Uh, okay, so uh, I don't know if we got to Glassjaw or not. We can fight about it. Um, I've awesome. listened to a ton of Glassjaw because there's like five of those tracks made my fucking uh, playlist. Wow. I uh, firstly, I think you mad <laughs> we're, we'll get there. F- first thing. Uh, these are more, this is one of the more talented low key, not spoken about. I've talked about the guitarist for the band being way more talented than he's given credit. Uh, Daryl is also a real fucking risk taker. Vocally. Uh, it, he is not doing the intuitive thing almost ever. And really, I can understand how that would be off-putting for sure. Mike Patton makes me puke,
1: but easy.
2: (laughs) Listen, I I heard a Tomahawk song the other day, and I thought it was awesome. Never listened to them before in my life. Heard a Tomahawk is good. Heard a single Tomahawk track, and was like, "All right, I'll get the record." Uh, Wow. So, so Mike Patton, maybe I'll come around when he is not doing Mike Patton shit. Uh, But I understand how somebody hearing Daryl is going to go, "This is either for me or it's not," and that's fine. But he, I give him total credit for never taking the easy way out. He, 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 his, his instinct is to do the most challenging vocal part at every, at every turn. Uh, so respect to that. Uh, here's some other notes before Tom gets in his bag. Uh, what? yes, that first record, the first LP, I think is by 2023 standards, completely unacceptable. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, yeah. And Beautiful. I don't,
2: I don't mind at all, uh, however, it's it's worse, quote unquote, in that respect than I remember. it is
1: it's worse rough. than most music like that.
2: yeah, it's fucking rough and uh, I again, I don't care because that is an emotion that young people go through uh, and I think that you need an outlet for it and I think that outlets are always healthy uh, so, do but that said. I don't know how many times you could fit horror into a song. You know what yeah, I mean? He tried. He, he, yeah. yeah, he tried, he really shot the moon. He, really, really, he was really like, oh, you know what? I hear the current standard is six times. <laughs> I'm gonna crush that. So uh yeah, it's look, it's rough, everybody, but uh it's also just so fucking like really taking chances and going for it, not just in the horror respect, but in the like uh musical. Uh, I still think a lot of those songs hold up. And look, yeah.
1: if those you bold don't, the records to, are great.
2: Yeah. And, and uh, so that we all understand each other, something not offending me doesn't mean it doesn't have to offend you. If you don't want to hear a guy call his ex girlfriend a whore 30 times in a song, that is your prerogative. And a few songs.
1: It's not just like one song you can split. No, you're it's right. <laughs> Liberally throughout the entire first Ro- Roadrunner record. Yeah. Wow. So Tom's right. Uh, and they played those records in full in 2022. Didn't change one word.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I would just do, I think a more tasteful move is just a disclaimer just to say, Hey, everybody, I was 22 and I was heartbroken and really maladjusted. Uh, a lot of you <laughs> were too. A lot of you were too, because you were fans of this record. Hope it brings back some memories. Perhaps we can all laugh at certain aspects of it. All right, here we go. Or, 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 Wow. So, uh, Wow! but listen everybody worth checking out now bob you, you huh? have not you have not revisited this uh band in some time i'm sure no. uh and i don't think i necessarily did a good job selling it but no. uh, do check out as i always say check out the don fury stuff uh but do check out the check out that
1: uh everything the, you want to know every, about sound
2: thank uh-huh. you check check out that first lp what about beating hearts we, baby no, you don't uh, need the
1: Head yeah. Automatica. That's also good. Know, that's like his like mod band. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't know. But if you listen that, Bob, if you listen that first LP, there's a lot of still suit, a lot of quicksand, a lot, a lot, a lot of Mind of Matter. Yep. Okay.
2: All right. Like, um, and, and this just is a big a record.
1: Of, this is a big
3: record.
2: Big record. Yeah, yeah. Big record. And for everybody that's curious, uh, it speaks to how good it is that a lot of it's kind of um, what we'll call like age like milk uh, lyrical content. Uh, does isn't held over it in the same way that like maybe a less good record that that would be the first thing people have to say about it you know mm,
0: that's
2: uh, a weird thing. Right. so uh Glassjaw certainly made the list for me uh i i thought we talked about grade grade uh we we are saying is firmly in the same boat as uh, uh boy says fire uh i'd call that new school but Opinions vary It depends
1: Because they got a little bit more post As they went on Those earlier records Like when they kind of introduced yelling Like singing and screaming Yep To hardcore was one thing But then they had that um, I forget what the fuck it's called Year in the past, forever in the future Oh, I don't even know that one No, it was like their big record on on victory When they like went full hot water music Oh, so after the, the Hold on what the fuck no it's it called all? under the radar i'm sorry
2: under yeah. the radar thank you uh, yeah That's okay right. so under the radar uh yeah has more of those elements it's still got still got like it's metalcore style screams occasionally
1: um but and such as progress and separate the magnets are like the early like stuff that like poison the well and everybody kind of got their ideas from
2: i think i've said this i saw i saw a grade and uh the singer just did something so off-putting on stage that i just wrote them off forever it's pretty unfair uh
1: <laughs> Wait, what he, can you say what he did
2: uh yeah, his mic was uh it was uh I want to say it was a uh CBGB's actually. Okay. Uh, the mic was uh he wasn't getting the mic in his monitors, which I can tell you as a vocalist is annoying, or if there even was monitors, maybe he couldn't hear himself, whatever the fuck it was. Uh but he just looks at the sound guy and aggressively smacks the mic with his with the palm of his hand, like basically like you fucking moron. And I just remember thinking like brother, this is like a 200 cap room. Uh, yeah, relax. Guy, You're not playing this, the garden.
1: This, yeah, exactly. This guy's getting paid. the egg, bro.
2: This guy's getting paid $100. $100. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let, let's be easy. Um, So, but it, that's not a reason. Like, look, a thing that we talk about on this podcast and that I've had to come to deal with because I see, you know, I see decades of people interacting with me. Some people got good experiences with me. Some people got bad experiences with me, right? Mm. And it's mm. like, that's that, that's just what life is right you might catch me at a bad moment and and, and i and say ignore you you know what i mean <laughs> and so uh shout out to the singer from grade who i don't know from adam uh you did something that i was like i was like well, what kind of rocker bullshit is this uh 25 years ago and i've uh held it against you uh f- forgive me you know what i mean? didn't yeah sorry for that
1: um I can't wait for the first night of this tour when the mic doesn't work, and you're going to be like, the fuck? Oh, Don't I mean, ever discuss this with me again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It, do I, I want to hear myself in the monitors? Don't ever fucking ask me that again. <laughs> uh, when
2: my mic doesn't work, I just You thank like, God? Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I had to go, you go, well, we're just riding this out, everybody. You go,
1: easy night tonight, fellas. All right. You're going to mouth uh, these words like I'm doing the Pledge of Allegiance in, in grammar school. All right. Uh,
2: do you know who made the list? you made the playlist playlist more than anticipated helmet handsome
3: no Uh, you you quite low-key you've been a handsome guy
2: no but listen i didn't i thought handsome had two songs turns out they got four songs uh handsome very underrated give give it a minute you're gonna be all in on that full album i listen i think people sort of um disregard this because if it's obvious johnny come lately quicksand energy you know Uh which is what it is it's it's like
1: when did this record originally come out, uh, 95?
2: ninety five? No, it's a little later
3: than that. Ninety seven.
1: Yeah.
2: So, wow. Feel, feels so. It's for everybody that doesn't know. It's what X Quicksand X Helmet. Is that X right? Quicksand, yeah, X, X helmet, Quicksand X Helmet X Jets to Brazil.
3: Brazil. I mean, yeah. Like, there's a bunch it of might numbers. have been
2: pre Jets to
3: Brazil, though, right? Yeah, yes. that's right. That's right. It's right. before. ICERN. That's right.
2: Right. So, okay. Uh, this is a good record. It's just that it feels like it's riding. For sorry, everybody, for graphic description. Uh, it just feels like it's riding quicksands dick a little bit, and I think that that's why maybe it doesn't hold a place for some people. It's good, it's a good record. Yep. Uh, 6131 reissued it. Am I right? That's yes. right.
1: That's right. It was uh, a major label record,
2: epic. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Wild. Uh, but everybody, check that out if you haven't. Uh, some good tracks. Um, Let's see. Yes. Okay. So everybody, this is what we're talking about. Wikipedia Hawthorne Heights. He is legend. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Don't ever speak
1: to me of this again.
2: Never speak to me of this again.
1: Um, I noticed I skipped over helmet. People wanted to swing on site. It's swing on site. Next time you fucking. They can feel how they want.
2: I'm the, I'm the one who, uh, whose musical career owes more to helmet than any of the people that are getting mad. And I'm just going to say the band fucking sucks. Next question. You guys uh,
1: heard that his uh all his tour dates will be on drugchurch.net. Yeah, <laughs> never listen, never I don't, speak to me of this again.
2: I don't give a fuck. Listen, br- everybody that wants a piece bring your uh, Berkeley College of Music diploma so I can punch it out of your fucking hands. Um <laughs> all right, next up uh uh Hoover is uh, uh maybe a little bit before the period that we're talking about. Um but uh Hoover certainly if you are into that like space where uh, emo was at a at a pivot point or a crossroads and yep. post hardcore was at a crossroads Hoover. Definitely an interesting band to check out. Um, yeah, there's stuff, some
3: weird, there's some weird room around Hoover as well. If you like it, there's some other stuff to check out that fits largely in that world. So
2: yeah. And, and stuff like, again, this is earlier than the period we're talking about, but, uh, we've talked about Moss icon, Moss icon could be post hardcore. It could be screamo. It could be a lot of fucking things. Um, that's how a lot of this works, everybody. Uh Hopes Fall. Uh met this singer who now works in Chicago and is a very cool dude. Uh, was able to have a long conversation with him about like music of that era and stuff like that. The N- band never connected for me. Uh, I know a lot of people who this was the trust kill style band who they loved yep. the most, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um I uh I don't know what era of this band I would be drawn to if I was. I should probably give it all a listen.
1: Uh, early Stuff is Metalcore or Early Stuff is Tribunal. Okay. And then they get they go like the this day forward kind of through gotcha. line.
2: Yeah. We'll get to this day forward as well. Um so uh hopeful. Uh I know that some people will write us saying the satellite years. Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't really given it a shot.
1: Maybe I will someday. Maybe you should.
2: Uh, Hot snakes. uh, uh, To me, this is not post hardcore. This is just too far in the rock direction. Um, Hot water music is the, there's some real bones of contention here because they at least saw themselves as something akin to post hardcore.
1: Were they? I mean, depending on what your definition is. is, I would say no. But someone also had asked about a veil.
0: A veil is just veil hardcore to me.
1: Um, but a veil. Right. And this is like just to the post of, of a veil to me.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The first, I think Tom would extend Hot Water, uh, Hot Water Music to like their fourth record or whatever, but at least their,
1: first,
2: their first two real records are chunky you know what i mean like we think of we think of hot water music perhaps some of us as being like um kind of a r- gruff gruff uh, fest rock right
1: yeah and, throwing beer
2: yeah th- throwing the paps around yeah yeah and, but honestly those first two records are fucking chunky uh and i might give them the post-hardcore pass not that they're really coming to me for that approval
1: I think, <laughs> I think i think actually yeah, chuck Reagan it was like can you do me a favor yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> He's I, like, I need that i need Dr. that post
2: hardcore
3: label in my wikipedia um yeah i give it i i mean that's the hard part is it falls into the space where the umbrella post hardcore would fit this but it's on the more there it eventually gets way more rocking and there's some emo in there and indie kind of stuff uh but certainly rock you know um but there's chunkiness early on. Uh, yeah, I mean, given given your breath of depth, I, I would include this.
2: Yeah, All at right. least a few tracks. Now, can I ask you fellas, uh, oh, put these in order for me. Uh, I am Empire. I am Ghost. I am the Avalanche. I prevail. I see stars. I set my friends on fire. And I, the Mighty. That
1: I am the what? Avalanche is one, and the rest are yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm mean, I mean, the Avalanche. Is great.
2: Uh, you know what? People feel really strongly about them. I uh, kind of maybe longer tail on that band than the other yeah, bands that those fellas were yeah. in.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's the movie life, dude. Yeah,
2: but I, I, I really kind of um, never gave this a shot, despite the fact that uh, one of my one of my close friends is playing in the band right now. So
1: far as I know, um, yes, he still is. And, yeah.
3: uh, same, same. Re, I am the Avalanche. They're the only band that you name that should get mentioned. And I've also slept on them. You know, I haven't given oh, them, dude, them those first two
1: records are legit. Good. Mm. Like very, very good.
2: Okay. We'll check it. Yeah. Why not? Um, okay. I can of, skip
1: the rest of I, there's nothing else in there. Yeah. I can skip the rest of I,
2: um, I, I just want to mention, uh, one of the fellas in one of these bands that is definitely not a hundred percent, not post hardcore, is a guy that I, I am friendly with who I don't think he knows what post hardcore I don't think he's ever heard the term post hardcore. Right. Does uh, he like uh, horror, horror stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not like I don't know that fella. I do have one degree of separation from that fella, but that's not what I'm talking about. Um you, th-
1: you know a band I'm talking about? I do, yeah. Uh I got a number in it?
2: Yeah, well, I mean only one of them does uh horror conventions,
1: to my knowledge. Um playing so, with something right.
2: Uh Let's see. They are Jawbox, doing, they Clearly. Something, right? Okay. So Jawbox made my uh playlist, I think, with three songs, maybe just two. Um, I've Is gone savory on record, one of them. Of course. Um yeah, clear, here, clearly, right. a it, clearly a
3: post-hardcore band.
2: Clearly a post hardcore band. Almost dictionary definition for a lot of people. Um song motorist, I got a question for you, PK. Yes.
1: Well, when you finish your drawbox, take and then I got the next question.
2: Uh I've said this before. If you are new to Jawbox, and you, you say where do you know where do I start? Right, uh, the for record my own is special sweetheart, right? yeah for my own special sweetheart. Yeah, and oh the uh, here's the problem. It opens with the worst opening track I've ever heard in my life. So so do, do not be. We awful. talked about this one hundred percent.
3: We talked about this with this record. It opens with such a weak song that it betrays the, record, the rest of the record. It does.
2: And, uh, so, and four fucking tracks made my playlist. So that means that this is a very strong post hardcore record by any standard. And, uh, you should definitely check it out, but you got to get through that fake Albini track that starts the fucking thing. Um, (laughs) Tom, go ahead.
1: The Jesus lizard. I know you're a big guy. You're a David Yao guy. Uh,
2: yes. Uh, it is. It is post hardcore in the, in the same way that if you want to count helmet, you know what I mean? Uh, or any of like
1: that Am Rep stuff. Yeah, it starts sort yeah, of noisy, kind of. Yeah,
2: although I'd have to check their 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 uh, resumes. I I think that Jesus Lizard actually have people who have played in hardcore bands in the you know in the band. Um, but it's not. It, it it's like much more. Is kind of rock to no, noise rock to rock is kind of th- what it ranges, and
0: right. I don't
2: think that they would even consider the I mean can we can we, we talk about something that
3: that uh someone brought up that they like their post hardcore to actually be post hardcore aka the members yeah, I mean, who came from hardcore I think it's fair my question is do you hear it in the sound of many of these bands
2: no so that's what's funny is that so, like the Jesus lizard who I don't again I don't know they might ha- have former hardcore players but uh they sound more like people that have played hardcore then certainly some of these bands that were legitimately uh, like died in the wool, hardcore kids seven months before starting these bands. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it doesn't always matter. Um, for people that are, for people that are not loyal to the sound, they're kind of loyal to like, they, they would like whatever that ineffable thing that m- makes hardcore feel more legitimate. Right. Uh, if that's what they're going for, it's not always evident in the sound for sure. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Uh, let's see. Um, June of 44.
1: Uh,
2: uh, man, not
1: really. Um,
2: let's see. Uh, CARP. Is everybody familiar with CARP?
1: no I mean, no it's like kind of noisy right?
2: it is it, it is but it's uh uh i don't know when the, i think they might have gone on. oh yeah they went on to be big business at some point um and big business uh, got tracks big business got tracks and carp has at least two okay. uh right. is it post-hardcore in that broadest sense that like maybe laughing hyenas might be right you know? different direction sense.
3: of things yeah
2: um. Okay. Into L's. Uh. Lot of dispute. Good question, man. Wouldn't Ooh. wouldn't make this playlist regardless because of the time frame. But, uh, oh, wow. it's interesting. I heard a lot of dispute song the other day. Uh. That, firstly, my girlfriend was familiar with it. Uh. It was on some playlist that she had, and she is not interested in that type of music. So, so they obviously had some type of you know what I guess what you call market penetration. Um. Uh, Into, <laughs> a. You he say, hey, I played with them. Uh, yeah, to a woman who like the only punk that she listens to is like late era against me. You know what I mean? So uh, a, a lot of dispute is certainly on a lot of radars, and frankly, they their more aggressive parts have a lot in common with Touche More. Um, so w- where do they land?
1: I think they just scream out. Yeah.
2: Okay.
3: I think I think it's a different vein. It's um, yeah. I don't. I would not call it post
1: hardcore they
2: would actually make my broadest umbrella.
1: Very broad. Uh, I mean, but then, broad. then you got to, then you're bringing in the scrams, scrams. Bringing, and then scrams. you bring
3: in all versions from the Thursday realm. I think, I yeah. think
1: it's,
2: which is uh, again, an interesting question that we're going to arrive at. Yep. Uh, okay. There's a lot
1: of Biggest song has 30 million listens. That's right. Yeah. Like, small hands, like more than any turnstile song. That's right. By like it's a gigantic head. song. It's a gigantic yeah. song. Yeah.
2: Uh, Let's see. Uh, okay, Lungfish. L's are L's are rough.
1: <laughs> L's are not really. This is mostly like metal core with yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Lungfish. Uh, so certainly the don't first ever
1: ask me. It doesn't matter. Yeah, don't ever ask me. <laughs>
2: um, okay, uh, majority rule. Yes or no?
1: And the broadest umbrella, if you go in screamo, they they definitely exist.
2: Yeah, but, but I'm going screamo,
1: so no. I'm I'm, I'm
2: interesting. Uh, I think they're too heavy to be that. Um. Okay, uh McCluskey, great question. Here's here's dudes who I don't even know what their familiarity with hardcore is. No idea. Um they are definitely playing post-hardcore of the of the same like variety that you know, like s- take a very glossy um kind of sardonic jaw box and you, you mix it with like you know, maybe some maybe some more f- straightforward stuff like seaweed. And McCluskey's not a million miles from that. So McCluskey, where, where do you put it? Look funky. <laughs> yes,
1: that's right.
2: That's right. I but see. They. I think they might. Uh, they have some fucking tracks, by the way, everybody. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, the men. Um, is that like pitchfork hardcore? You know what I mean. I don't know what. Whatever.
3: Yeah, um, man, something like that.
2: Lo- the uh, limited to loft hardcore. Um, Me Without You.
3: Um, yes, I would. I would call yeah, it. Yeah, post hardcore.
2: Likewise. Uh, same thing with Mile Marker. Yeah. Uh, stuff like uh, Misery Signals. No. No. Metalcore. Metalcore. Metalcore.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Million <laughs> Dead, which is Frank Turner's band, a little post.
2: Oh, interesting. Post- I don't know.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. Okay, let's see. Mohinder again. That's that falls in that um, you know Antioch Arrow arrow sort of realm of like, is this Grams or is this post hardcore or whatever? uh, Decide Moss Icon. You know, same same space. Uh, Okay, so movements interesting band. Uh, Nobody listening to this is going to consider them post hardcore. I'm going to offer uh, that they're not. However, uh. Singer is a uh, knowledgeable hardcore dude uh, who I might listen to this podcast for all I know. Nice guy. Uh, but they as players, I think, range from Orange County hardcore guys to jazz band dudes. Right. know. So this is my example. Is this more post-hardcore because they have a hardcore kid in the band? Or is helmet more post hardcore whereas th- those are those are dudes that went to berkeley but sound much closer to our idea of post hardcore you know life's confusing uh, life's confusing everybody
3: um, never speak to me about this again
2: yeah my, my chemical romance
3: never speak to me about this again
2: that's f- uh, you listen if no uh, i would love right.
1: that you're missing out um, tom, tom real quick rock. tom Arena rock not post hardcore right po- I and mean, you know what though it depends though because you know what if they yeah. weren't playing arenas it might be yeah, right <sighs> that's interesting if we if we're considering like thursday in that well and the,
3: you know, they have a, they have a pop sensibility that we that does touch um in other spots but i think it it steps it steps probably three steps too far for me but uh, sonically if you stripped away some of it it really you know it's a few it's a few left turns instead of rights
1: right seriously it's it's closer than you would think i know we were like doing it as like haha lol but like not that far
2: uh let's see naked ray gun you know what too early no. too early no, yeah it's too early thinking. but uh, sound wise yeah you know i uh, mean this
3: is the, this is a whole separate episode which is 80s post-hardcore yeah which is yeah, yeah, we, right, we'll we, we could do that that that's a follow up
2: uh, Uh, And we'd also include nation of Ulysses in that same rubric. And I uh, will say that this band fucking sucks. Um, uh, Neurosis. uh, Interesting because literally I would call them post hardcore and not practically. That's
3: right. Sonically (laughs) they're doing something way outside of it.
2: Yep. Uh, And no means no is an interesting one on this list uh, because that's again, technically not incorrect. Uh just practically doesn't arrive in time
3: frame again, aren't they I mean not being rigid, but you know
2: no, but so the thing is that they stretch long enough that they okay. enter the conversation that I'm gonna have when we get to spoiler alert Ooh. shelter uh so it, like what is it over time? you know what I mean what's the majority of it? what's the best era of it is I mean, it, it so
3: I, I, to me it's it's wrong, and i i would I'd think about it more than that eighties parlance
2: and then anything after. Uh okay, so moving on. Uh Norma Jean uh starts as mosh metal, turns into uh botch and then maybe mall metal. Um we're not counting that. On the Might of Princes, we're calling that emo. Eh, could make the post hardcore Uh, list.
3: Could make the post hardcore list. Um if we're including stuff like Glassjaw, and that we, I think I am the Avalanche deserves a moment in the conversation. I think Aunt mop just deserves at least a little, uh, a little consideration there in the Long Island hey, division.
2: Hey, I want to say this for maybe somebody that's made it this far into the podcast and doesn't understand what's happening. We're not cops. We don't give a shit. <laughs> you know that's right. I mean? like that's it's, right. It's it's fine, bros. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't don't act like uh, Patrick said this so. I gotta hang on to some resentment or some shit or like he's trying to gatekeep. I don't give a fuck what you call post hardcore. (laughs) Call, uh, you know, envy on the coast or escape the fate. I don't give a fuck. Call it whatever. Make yourselves happy. Um, let's see. Orange nine millimeter, certainly.
1: One hundred percent dead in the middle. Yep. Uh,
2: let's see. Did we skip open hand? hand? Uh, I did skip open hand because nobody cares. Um, and more, All
1: right,
2: and. uh, (laughs) <laughs> wow. I'm, gonna skip, I'm gonna skip orchid because uh, we're gonna call that scrams. Though there's an argument to be made that some of those parts are really post hardcore. Um, yeah, the screamo convo. Yeah. Uh like page ninety nine. The so page ninety nine versus majority rule. Page ninety nine to me is screamo majority rule. Maybe post hardcore metal. Um, okay. Okay. So uh, pianos become the teeth. Interesting. This is more that loud dispute conversation. Yep.
3: Scrams, man.
2: Okay. All right.
3: I think it's part of it is they they if they wouldn't self-identify in any way, uh, you know. I don't know. Um, let's see. Okay, we've got um. Like pianos might self-identify as a hardcore band before they describe themselves as like post-hardcore. They probably they might describe themselves as post-rock. I don't know. You know.
2: Yeah. Uh, um. Let's see. Uh. Pile. Uh, you know what? I don't know enough about Pyle. I'd say they they fit. Hold on one second. Uh, What's up, Patrick? Jeremy, you're you're my lifeline right now. I'm I'm, What's I'm up? calling What's up up? What's up? You're, you're on Axe to Grind. Uh, Bob and Tom say hello. Uh, my friends, hello. We're doing a hey, We're doing a post-hardcore episode. Uh, okay. And you know we're being so pedantic; it's painful talking about like what falls under the umbrella w- w- versus what might be standing in the rain. Uh, the stuff that you are kind of an expert in by, by choice or not, the stuff that you have played a lot time. proximity. Them, yeah. You have like real intense proximity. You're friends with these guys. Okay. Stuff like Law dispute and pianos become the teeth. Uh, yeah. do you see them as post hardcore broadly? And as somebody that knows them, do they see themselves as post hardcore at all? It's a good question. Um,
0: I don't think any of us would ever be offended by that. You know, like some people, uh, you know, shudder at the word emo or shudder at the word screamo or whatever, anything like that. But I always kind of felt like post-hardcore is sort of a non-offensive term because I don't think that a lot of spewed, for example, would argue that they, you know, sound like Gorilla Biscuits. You know what I'm saying? So like – They would understand that, you know. Um, I always sort of felt like I remember one time reading an interview with Thursday years back I'm talking like you know 2002 or something where Jeff said he likes to think of themselves as a hardcore band just because of sort of the world they grew up in, and I kind of always liked that, you know. Like, I remember I've told the story before, but like, I remember one time. Uh, hanging out with Walter from Riding Out outside of Chain Reaction, because I believe he was working that night. And he uh, he asked me, what kind of music would you guys say you are? And I said, I guess I just call us a hardcore band. And if I, I can't begin to describe the look that he
3: gave me. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not a – like, I
0: get – why he looked at me like that? You sure. know what I'm saying? Like, like I understand. So, like, I think it's up. You know, it, it's in the eye of the beholder, I guess. But um, I, I do think that all of us would feel comfortably being called that. Um, and you know, I or any of us would probably be like, yeah, we're like, you know screamo influenced punk or hardcore or whatever you want to call it, you know, but we're also very indie influenced too. So it's like any of those things aren't going to offend us, you know?
2: Okay. So that led me to, uh, you touched on Thursday, which is a place I was going to lead you before, before I hang up is, uh, Thursday, uh, Died in the wool meeting the definition of post-hardcore or no.
0: Uh, oh, I, I would, I would happily call them that for sure.
2: Okay. Uh, and uh, is the uh, first glass jaw record worth uh, listening to, uh, uh, even if you are offended by somebody calling their ex girlfriend a whore thirty times? <laughs>
0: uh, as a as a uh, man of
2: the, as as a, as a man of the left and a progressive, you do not approve of the message. However,
0: certainly not. But but it it would be dismissive to say that the record isn't uh, an achievement in a lot of ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it really connected a lot of tissues between, like, sonically, and, uh, I, you know, I still look at both those records, context or not, you know, as uh, pretty musically important for how the genre shifted around them.
2: And do you agree... Sorry, now that I got you talking glass to Glassjaw, uh, Do you, uh, th- You're do trying,
3: you
0: trying agree to lead
2: him with always... a pattern of yes, Jesus. Yeah, I've got him on a bunch and of yes. Do you agree... Uh, do you agree that... Uh, uh, Glassjaw is underrated in terms of how clever their playing is. And as a vocalist, uh, do you appreciate how Daryl literally takes the path of most resistance on every fucking line?
0: <laughs> I'm going to say yes to all of those things. Uh, you know, I, I can't speak for for the, the new generation of hardcore kids. You know, like I, I've cited this before. I remember one time, uh, you know, after, a Goltz record came out, uh, a member of the band tweeted, everyone is saying we sound like Converge, so I guess I should check them out. So, uh,
2: <laughs>
0: you know, I, I it's hard to say whether they're, like, a band like Last Shot is still uh, coming around to younger kids or anything like that. So, like, I, you know, when I think of things like under, underrated, overrated, I, I always think in terms of, like, are are the young kids still talking about them? Are they still getting the, you know we're looking at like how people are, you know, kind of all around excited about botch, even young kids. I don't know that Glassjaw doing that as much as, um, you know, some other bands or something like that. It's, it's really tough to say. Uh, but I would like to hope that um, people do kind of go back and listen to some of those records because uh, they're pretty damn interesting. You know, you, you can, you can not like it and that's fine, you know, but you can't deny that, as you're even describing Daryl's Darryl, uh, uh, vocal approach, you can't deny that it's not interesting.
2: Uh, very interesting. Uh, Jeremy of uh, Touche Amore, plug, plug your podcast, and then I'm going to hang up on you. I appreciate you taking the call in the middle of uh, and me putting you on the spot.
0: Oh, it's no problem at all. Uh, you can find me at the first ever podcast, and uh, appreciate any time talking
2: to you. Thank you so much, Pat. Be good, Jeremy. Thanks, Jeremy.
3: I love right, to Jeremy my... touche touche is well, a hardcore band just for a hundred percent.
2: And that's not, that's not on some like, that's my friend. That, no, that's no, no, like, no. it's just a fact. I've seen him play a dozen times minimum. Um, You've only okay. seen them play 12
1: times. I knew you were going to call me on that. God uh-huh. damn it. Dude, I've, I've played... seen them play 12 times. I've never toured with them. Yeah. I've
2: played with them. i I've, I've played with them at least 60 times and I've seen them 12. Yes. Have you uh, watched uh, them 20 I've, 20 I've
3: intently watched them 12 times. Yeah.
2: Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, Jesus, what a friend. Planes, Ice. uh, Planes Mistaken for Stars. Uh, that's an interesting yes. one. Our RIP to the brother in that band. Uh, that kind of might fall into the hot water music territory at some point. Says I'm right, but yeah, with some I,
3: parts. Heavier. yeah I, I think it's it's worth an exploration. A couple tracks thrown in.
2: Okay. Uh, plot to blow up the Eiffel Tower. Bob, big advocate. Sass uh, th- Yep. Sass Yeah. It took uh, their money poisoning. and gave it to
3: pl- end of year. Yep.
2: Yep, thank you. Uh thank you. Thank you to plot. Uh poison the well. Uh we talked about Polar Bear Club. Interesting no. conversation. Oh, interesting. Going.
3: First record, yes. Everything else. Uh got a little poppier. Ooh, ooh. Nah. Um yeah, I'm gonna say that first EP is definitely post-hardcore.
2: As would I. Uh
3: ice spice ice spice is, is ice, ice spice post spice. hardcore or a uh industry plant
2: apparently it's just a matter of time before everybody becomes you know doja is doing her uh, doing her hardcore oh record. yeah oh, um yeah. okay uh i ne- i did not hear doja until i realized that in Fortnite i was uh i had an emote that was a doja cat song you're and you're just like realize. vibing to, to all yeah. the Fortnite yeah, yeah. music
3: now i'm with it i like uh it.
2: Jeez. okay so q and not you is in that discord uh sort of uh so everybody that doesn't know or give a shit uh discord has a middle late era that is yep. kind of um mathy dance music <laughs> and uh so it's that's almost
1: inherently like post-hardcore like, 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 like everything on discord is post-hardcore just yeah yeah, yeah correct
2: yeah. Uh, like
1: yeah. inherently in being that in, on that label almost
2: right um but would not meet the Sounds criteria like the most of our listeners. I would uh, say no. Okay. Other cue other band is Quicksand. We do not need to talk about it. It's nope. just basically our gold standard for the purposes of this conversation. Yep.
0: Absolutely.
2: Uh, okay. Uh, next up is Rape Man, which uh, technically would meet the definition and do have songs that would certainly, like if we're going to consider something like Helmet, then uh, certainly uh, Rape Man would make the thing, but it's just outside. You know, what uh, I mean, it's just—it's not doing it.
3: Never speak to me about Rayman Man again. Um, <laughs> okay. We're going to talk Sorry. about. As a quick side note, quick, quicksand. Uh, throw some songs from the new records on there. Both of them, the yes. the last two LPs. It's real, really worth revisiting. Both those records. Anyway, I like the
2: I like the last one more than the uh, Return one. Fair.
3: I agree. Uh, the Return is a grower, not a shower. I I can't believe how much more I like it now than i did
1: first first year of it uh it's those records were in reverse it'd be a whole different story it
3: is it is wild how how many tracks off that one really and shout out to our buddy andrew uh who uh loves the quicksand return record actually really yeah he likes something yeah but has
2: used a song off that record as intro music for for
3: uh, overnight drive yeah
2: Jeez! Yeah. you know what's interesting is that he just sent me a bunch of tracks that he he wrote for the next self-defense record uh, uh they sound like rival school songs good uh, probably doesn't know it i don't yeah i don't think he knows it
3: because i told him um, check out rival schools and hey i wouldn't have recommended this to you at any point before now and uh would definitely not have 20 years ago
2: but but you know check this out you might like it uh here's a question one now Tom, yes think- Doja cat has tracks correct keep going well sensitive subject in a way because none of us are it's not actually sensitive it just is such a conversation refused
1: yes shape of punk to come is one of the quintessential post hardcore records
2: okay so that's bob do
1: you agree whether or not you like it is a whole nother story.
2: um
3: Sonically, this band, I'm trying to fit it. I'm just trying to think of where I would place it in terms of this. I can't this. call it
2: anything but post-hardcore, but th- this band, <sighs> if you were if you were a fan of quote-unquote new-school hardcore at the time that it was popping, this band's, this record that we're talking about, The Shape of Punk to Come, which it, it became such a, uh, uh, it consumed so much of the air in the room at, at a time. People talked about it a lot. And then music yeah. critics talked about it a lot, and for music critics, it became this thing.
1: And then, then Crazy Town covered it.
2: And then Crazy Town covered it. But then, <laughs> interestingly, like with all things, it reached critical mass you and know. became really gauche after that. So, so that then it was hated on.
3: So here's my question: the there's certain parts of it that have such fervent energy. That I almost would have the exact same reaction. If you, I might be easier if you said, uh, Shape of Punk to Come is a hardcore record. I might be like, yeah, it is. I don't like it, but it is. Um, so is it a post-hardcore record? I wouldn't argue with someone saying it is, especially someone who's a big fan of it. Um, I might argue that it's just as much a hardcore record as it is a post-hardcore record. It has a lot of maturity. And expansion in the sound, and if it was, what year did that record come out? Mm Ninety-eight.
2: That sounds right. Right? That's right.
3: Um, I'm saying if someone called, it would almost like I think me in ninety-eight would say, "Yeah, this is if this is something it's supposed hardcore." But even then, my my definition of the sound would be broader, uh, or no, more limited. Um, And now I think it would fit squarely under. Hardcore or post-hardcore umbrella, you know what I mean. Like there's bands who sound don't sound like this record, but take more from this record than canonical '80s hardcore into their sound now. That are just hardcore bands, you know.
2: Yeah, I I just want to give them credit for being the OG legacy killers, uh, because they they love stepping on their fucking legacy. They've put out shit music oh. since this time and have kind Her of records
1: are pretty bad it's, they're,
2: they're bad, bad and they've kind of beclowned themselves with their self-importance while putting out trash
3: tom as so as like, the as the the full-fledged like fan of this record and maybe band at large new records I'm, just nothing I mean, for you nothing
1: no no too. it's not very good i'm not a huge fan i yeah. think they're good
3: but yeah I'm yeah like, like you like this I, record
1: right i like no i like the record before this actually more okay uh, the, yeah the new material is bugged. that's yeah it's it's like sounds like bad foo fighters or I don't know. yeah oh, mu- oh.
2: It's, it's it's muse core
1: oh um, wow yeah all right so right yeah, to, do you fuck with songs to fan the flames of discontent
2: yeah so uh everybody
1: that's new school hardcore
2: that's new school hardcore and there mm. you could make the definite argument that i have heard made that it is the best example of victory core that exists um, I mean it's not. It's not. I'd, see, here's the thing. Come on, come on. I'm an I'm an Earth crisis guy at my core. But if you wanted to say what's the platonic ideal of that sound, you could listen or you could reach for uh songs. You know what I mean? You could uh, so you could.
1: I mean you could I, rather I, be dead or coup d'etat or whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I I would get it.
1: Um you heard strife though, right?
2: Yeah, I, I have in fact heard strife. I've also uh uh, uh heard uh, the the snapcase records that are uh the, the two snapcase records that are so woefully underrated by a whole segment of hardcore that I call bob Ooh. uh and the fuck <laughs> <laughs> that, that those two records deserve their new school uh, uh bonafides as well what's that uh the designs for automation and uh what's the one before that the one that's uh uh
1: the really good one um Oh, you're not talking about. Bri- I thought you were talking about like bright flashes or the fuck. Oh
2: no, no no, I'm talking about the two good Snapcase records. So everybody, mm. Snapcase well,
1: is Looking Glass Elf. No, no, no. it's the one Looking, self, it's the, it's it's the, the, looking Glass Elf. It's the two
3: records at. that got college radio play. Is the ones he's uh, speaking uh, about.
2: Uh, I'm talking about. God damn it. People are I yelling. Damn. I know, I there. know, I know. This is a band that I know quite well too. Um,
1: but then the, all the titles were stupid. Yeah. No, I um, like the. God damn it. Um, But they're wordy and like progression through unlearning. Come on, come on. on. Progression
2: through unlearning and designs designs for automation. automation. Get out, go fuck yourself. Are both? Come on, Tom
1: only.
2: Tom only stands by one
1: word band or one word album titles. (laughs) No, I mean I like these records and I think Snapcase is a fantastic band, but I feel like progression through unlearning is never slip. It's never at the tip of your tongue.
2: I mean, obviously, True. I just forgot it, and it's a record that I've been listening to since fucking what nineteen ninety
1: seven. You're mashing and, a caboose.
2: And I still am. Uh, so anyway, rival schools. Okay, right the spring too early, but is a hundred percent. I would yeah. call post hardcore in the traditional sense of the, of like. Oh yeah,
3: definitely. This Crowder, came after Crowder. hardcore. Crowder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Um, rival schools. Yes, post hardcore.
2: Rival schools. Yes, although it's so silky that it starts to yep. approach pop, something
3: else. Pop tendencies. Yep.
2: Um. Let's see. Uh okay, stuff like Rollins Band is literally. Yes. But- agree, this is this is in the this is in
3: the 80s post-hardcore go- game. That's we'll we'll do that a different time. That's fun. Okay.
1: No, nah, Rollins was, was it earlier yeah. that? It was Lifetime call, so and,
3: and uh, uh, uh what's the other one? Um Rollins Band Lifetime is an awesome record and the other one fuck why am I forgetting it? Has two hard records hard. I really stand by prior to '90s alt. Uh, yep. Buzz. Yeah, the, the silence.
1: Yeah, and yeah. then oh, it lifetime hard volume. Hard
3: volume. Hard hard volume. Yeah. Life, lifetime and hard volume. Great records.
1: Okay, that's a strong disagree from uh,
2: Patrick. Next caller. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: L- listen to lifetime. <laughs> okay. It is, if okay. You know what, Patrick? You you you're not Black Flag's biggest fan, but you I think you've said Rollins is your favorite Black Flag frontman. Is that correct?
2: Yep. It makes no sense to my ears for sure. Okay.
3: Next time you're in the mood for Black Flag, listen to Rollins Band Lifetime. It will scratch your itch in a different way that for someone like you might make more sense. It's it is not Black Flag. It is very interesting.
2: I'm going to break out the what I call the uh, the helmet uh, conundrum, mm, which is the helmet helmet sick sick sick, and the tracks are. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's it, it is uh, good, but where are the tracks that make me want to put There's, on a fucking okay playlist? Hold, on. hold um, on, all right.
1: Uh, Give me single or two. Bye.
2: I don't understand uh, stuff like Sayosin. I I uh, I think that that's we'll Sayosin. Oh, uh, okay. So, Bob, can you speak about Rye Coalition? I can't. I've tried. I can't to, really. Either. I, I've tried.
3: New Jersey uh, phenomenon uh, certainly could fit in the post-hardcore definition. Also, a little more rockin'. Uh, it's post in a college way that I can't totally describe. It, yeah, it okay. Is, so, it is it is uh, post in the uh, CMJ Mac Rock way. That, that it uh, rocks definitely. a little bit, but no one could possibly mosh to this.
2: No, that's a fact. Although, uh, the only material that I'm actually familiar with is the carp rye split. So this is before the rye coalition. Uh, that is a worthy split that I would call. Yeah. Broadly under post hardcore. Yes. Um, they
1: do it with the fucking foo fighters. I had no idea.
2: Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Yep, the, yep. So, so they had a in stone age. Like
1: what? Yep. The fuck? yep. <laughs> the, the,
2: it was a whole thing where they were ordained and it didn't, uh, you know, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't um, sick. Uh, so okay. the
3: Ron's band track is burned beyond recognition. Such a track. Go ahead. Okay. Um,
2: we'll there listen to there. it when we're done here. Uh uh would not well i guess it might no would not fall in the time period self-defense family uh i never really saw post hardcore but i also someone
3: wanted to say that. if someone would say self-defense family uh there's certain material that is it's not quite heavy enough in a lot of ways but there's there's yeah. some tracks so yeah
2: yeah uh wouldn't fight it but wouldn't put it there either right uh let's see shellac technically but no uh shuttered to think technically but no oh interesting uh, that's uh silverstein uh that's interesting stuff to me because uh to my not i mean at least going by the shows that those kids come out to there's plenty of hardcore kids in that band um but i don't know if they have any actual post-hardcore material um not familiar enough uh small brown bike can you guys speak to that
1: IQ. cute yeah I don't think they meet I don't think they meet the, uh, yeah, the criteria that's too,
2: that's, that's uh, one left of uh, hot water music um,
1: yeah. yeah probably a a less heavy hot water music
2: okay uh soul side being on this list made me uh revisit it uh as I promised to say and uh v- very technically makes this list uh
3: yeah,
1: yeah. doesn't fit uh, the time frame but yes that's right
2: yeah uh Sparta, uh, one track. Um, no disrespect to those guys who I did shows with, and I thought they were really nice. Uh, a band that, yes, for those of you that are weird spoilers and like to destroy things online, uh, thank you for tweeting at the guy that uh, I had been shitting on them for twelve years. Um, but uh, he was totally no way. <laughs> he was totally magnanimous and sp- kind. Who? Wait, him. who? Sparta? Yeah. I, so I've shit on Sparta for a decade. Uh, where uh online because uh there was this weird dude online who would who I sh- I said something you know I said something shitty about Sparta and he was like Sparta's a more successful band than you'll ever be in and I said brother <laughs> I, I said my brother they they uh they're they're blessed to fill a 500 cap I I promise you all arrive there and he said no and I said <laughs> Okay. Right. And then I put myself to that very tiny goal that hasn't benefited me in any way.
1: And then you're like, uh, you know what? I'm going to make this drug charge band pop.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know what? I said, "You got it, dog. I'm going to struggle for decades." To fill well, the wrong cap,
1: <laughs> so I can retweet this, I can quote tweet this, and be like, "Gotcha." This is the third panel of the uh,
3: uh, the babe come back to bed. The sorry, I'm busy arguing with someone online. This is the yes. third panel where you are now sitting with a long, like Santa Claus beard and no hair. And you're
1: like, yeah. see, filled yeah. the five hundred cap, bro. Yeah, and if you That's don't take a picture of yourself at the at Monarch on Thursday, <laughs> That's true. That's I send it to that person
2: uh don't you feel silly uh tennis boy 666 <laughs> um okay Applying so to a
1: tweet from 2009 yeah yeah uh so, so jim ward read that you talk shit about sparta
2: i think somebody sent it to him yeah because there was like a a little thing. but if he if he if he actually read it he did not comment he he was a nice dude the the, the whole band was nice dudes um
1: let's see uh so sparta's at the drive-in without the people that pat thought were brothers
2: yeah without the people i thought were brothers uh and they are the at the drive-in that holds down the song and the yes. brothers who are not brothers uh are they added the like spice and you the need, showmanship and stuff yeah yeah and you need both oh. um so uh let's see a lot of shit that i'd sunny day real estate were saying no any material that would meet the standard I feel like that first record. Yeah. I
3: think uh, there's some heavy parts to some of their music, like underrated heavy parts.
2: Uh, Yeah. Um, Sworn in. Is this the UK sworn in or is this a, no, this is an American metal core band. We did not have Google apparently. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't own a Google. Uh, Taking back Sunday, bold statement on Patrick's part. Technical definition.
1: Hmm.
3: I won't argue it in the same – I mean, it doesn't sound the same as Thursday. But if you put Thursday and you
2: put Glassjaw. That's what I mean.
1: I, I mean, it's, Would you it's put exactly a song in your mix pack? No. Oh, then. But, but you, I
2: would entertain the argument. And if, I was, tra- if, I, if it, I was traveling with certain people, it would make my list for their benefit. Who are you? Look at me. I'm considerate. Uh, Texas is the mm. reason. Uh, Definitely. Okay, so that Bob, Bob, do you offer dissenting opinion?
3: No, I mean they they fall into this little other nook. It's it's no on on by the definitions you have. Yeah, I'd put it on there.
2: Okay, and they got on. mosh parts. Yeah, cards. yeah uh, I I listen. I'm not fighting it. I just think that it, they're one of those interesting cases where they were emblematic of emo. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like so, w- like when something is like a torchbearer, whether by choice or not for a genre, can they be
1: another genre? Could easily be a
2: quicksand song. Could easily be a, uh, into another song right there. Yep, Yeah.
1: Um, it could be shovel by quicksand, but yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. These arms are snakes. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, th- uh, thrice. Thrice. interesting question.
3: Um, if you got Thursday, you got glass, John, you got taken back Sunday. You got thrice do you
1: the california equivalent certain era though right so So i feel like the early stuff was like pop punk with mosh parts uh
2: sort of it's listen this is an interesting band i've toured with them a a significant amount and i think they're awesome dudes they are uh uh some of them are, are informed on this stuff to like a real degree and certainly at least the drummer is like Intimately familiar with old hardcore, like the type of hardcore that might excite. I think if, us, if you, you know talk I mean?
3: to if you talk to anyone from Orange County, they'll tell you thrice post hardcore. Yeah.
2: Okay, there you, the, you know what? Orange County decides. Um, so Thursday, the, the yeah. elephant in the room. Yeah, I mean, the, it's there—the the one that fucks it all up.
3: I mean, I don't, is, are, is this, is there going to be a dissenting opinion on it? I think it,
2: no, here's, you, you buy the here's, here's definition that you've had. Wait, 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 here's my point.
3: Okay.
2: I'm considering them the open door that lets in this other stuff. Yes. So, yes. so do yes. you, do you keep the door open or do you close the door?
1: Thursday gets in, we're like, we're all full.
2: Yeah, that's that's my point. Is Is that, is that how it is or is it, is it not?
3: I have not found anything for myself in much of that room of the hard post hardcore mansion, mm. but I also am not gonna like not I'm not gonna deny it exists. You know what I mean? Like it's like oh where, where's the Thursday room? Oh, it's down that hall. Is it in the post hardcore mansion? Yeah, it's in the post hardcore mansion. It is. Do I find is reason it, for me to in go the in the guest second house. guest? No, it's in the, it's in the main house for sure. In fact, is. One of the nicest and biggest rooms in the house. A lot of people love I it. A lot of people are attracted for to sure. it. Yeah. You know, I think I think any I think that's where the uh the, the new Xbox is and the PS five. Like yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh but but you know, if you want to just play virtual console or GoldenEye, you know, you go over here to the the into another oh, nine uh, millimeter room. Yeah, yeah, the Nook. So that's what it is.
2: Uh Okay, there we go, everybody. Uh, write uh, write them. Uh, title fight. Yes, yes. Okay, interesting. Uh, I could go either way on that, but as uh, Thursday opened the door, they certainly make it. Um, I think they almost uh, more traditional one. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Uh, Touche's uh, more recent stuff is uh, probably probably the closest they've ever come to post hardcore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the stuff that uh, gets called screamo uh live is straight up plays as hardcore um Correct. let's see uh under oath i would call that metalcore uh universal order of armageddon uh great great question not germane to our conversation here i don't think because of its time frame maybe but is it it, it gets lumped into scrams is probably post hardcore in the in the real way right um <clears throat> unsane i've heard people say this uh no uh great band the answer is
3: no. Uh, they're in the um, Noise Rock guest house. Yes. Uh,
1: let's see. They're out there with Jesus Lizard.
3: Yeah. You know exactly. what? That's the, that's the thing. Jesus Lizard, uh, all the AMRAP stuff, a lot of that, you know, even stuff like Laughing Hyenas, uh, the Shellacs, the Rape Mans. We live in a uh, post-hardcore Mormon house. And the sister wife, the noise rock house is next door, and we have a little like a uh, uh, gate through the bushes that you can walk right through there. Interesting. It's not the same, but it's we're we're it's familial. It's a different branch.
2: Okay. Uh I can skip a lot of stuff.
1: Um well, you know what's in here you know what's not in here. Tell me. That we mentioned earlier that's not on this list that I wonder if you would consider it.
2: Well, I, I don't see I, I think I see shift on this list maybe, but I did not see still suit. So that's interesting, but go on.
1: Uh, all right. So this, then there's three, there's shift, which, mm-hmm. which is a hundred percent.
2: Yeah. It's quick. It's quicksand music from uh, quicksand era.
1: Yes. It still suit. 100% should be on there.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know what? I was listening to the, to the still suit record the other day and
1: the LP was, or the EP. Uh Green Spock ears or spock at the speed lights?
2: Green Green Spock Ears. Oh
1: dude, <laughs> fucking perfect record.
2: You know what? Here's the reason why not, in my view. I, uh, I really think that if you gave them the recording, those songs would have sung in a way that they they're unable to uh because of the the limitations. And
1: I mean it's a Don Fury recording.
2: I know. I want I want at least the drums to sound bigger. You know what I mean? At least. And it, it is uh it's just unfortunate because I was listening to it going, Oh, of Those the, songs er- rip. yeah, I was thinking of the era. This is no disrespect. This is better than, for example, that first orange nine millimeter record. And I was like, but it's just, it doesn't have the resonance because of the recording, in my opinion. Uh, go
1: on, Tom, sorry to, and my sorry third to one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the story of my life on this fucking thing. What are we doing? What are we doing?
2: Uh, you're right.
1: You're right. I, I, I get some jabs in here and there, and then I get out of the way. Um, <laughs> What about Snapcase? Uh, new, school,
2: new School hardcore, hardcore band. New School Hardcore. Um, See, however,
1: I think they're a little deedly-deedly, a little bit more quick-sandy helmet than Strife. I think than when, you get, to, or, I think or when you get
2: to
3: Designs for Automation, and this is the thing, this is like my main Snapcase memory was I didn't like their early material. I didn't like this, Designs for Automation, but I remember it and was like, oh, there's parts to it. And sonically, I, there was a lot of memorable and when i've revisited i liked it more than i did as a a hoodie wearing uh stage diver um that's a post-hardcore record i think designs for automation really plays with some post-hardcore stuff in the same well it's like a it's a hardcore post-hardcore record where you get that hybrid stuff in the same way as the last two turnstile records are hardcore records but they have an awful lot of post-hardcore in there too sure you know what i mean so i think uh i think that's a fair argument um what about 1.6 band
2: yeah uh yeah count it
3: um what i i I think far side would qualify given some of the other stuff that's in here patrick i know you're not a fan so i don't expect it to be on the uh, playlist but Mm. definitely have some some tendencies in here definitely get rocking but uh, you know if texas is in there um i think they they find a spot in as well um
1: what else we got on the list? You want to finish the list? I have yeah, a couple of yeah, things yeah, that I wanted no. to add. Yeah, please. But no, no, like he, he things that are on, out on the you.
3: List. Was there anything else on your alphabetization?
1: No, no, no. Are not uh, saying the U? What about vampires everywhere?
2: No, they didn't make that list. <sighs>
1: um, I don't know enough you, about uh, the Van Pelt.
2: Uh, it, it's more rock. It's it, it's like you could uh, arrive a Rye Coalition fan uh, might be game for
1: it. Mm. Okay. Uh, Vox, probably. Patty's still there. Everybody's yeah, still we're, there. I'm we're here. here. We're here. Oh. Uh, Pat, are you going to lead the list like we've been doing for the last uh, two so hours? It, wait, what? is
2: there anything remaining that we'd actually touch on?
1: Um, uh, I'm trying to look. Okay. Um, so, uh,
2: Vox, for people that don't know, was an EVR band. Uh, I don't know how I met them. Maybe they came into the st- shop or whatever. I think there was two brothers in the band. Anyway, they had a good sense of so humor brothers. about it. <laughs> it, would, it looks like not based on what I'm reading. Maybe I, maybe I just think everybody's a brother. Um, if you guys look alike. Yeah,
1: th- literally. You have the same haircut. You. you must be related.
2: According to their Wikipedia, that's the case. Um, but they were they had a funny to me sense of humor about the fact that like I don't know, man. We get in a van and we, you know, we we play music and nobody kind of appreciates it. We'll do it until we burn out. Kind of kind of attitude, that's good. which that's I right. respect. Uh, let's see. I don't know these bands that we're reading about. Um, I really
1: get towards the end. I go, yeah, I got nothing. I I know Young Widows. Uh, Mm
2: -hmm. one of them, um, a friend toured with and said that they are ultimately nice people, but are as far from the hardcore, quote unquote, experience or background as you could reasonably be and still hold a guitar.
0: Mm.
1: Wow. Okay. Um cool and then I don't know I don't know the rest of the shit. So can I give you some that didn't make that list? Yeah, for sure. Let's hear it for discussion. I don't know if you can get on to if you still have the login for Saddam 518 to like download these. Mm.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Always. Um a band that I want to put on people's radar, which I'm it's a it's a very Brooklyn thing, so I don't know if it's on anybody else's radar but mine. But uh Lament
0: Mm,
3: about a lament seven inch like uh a month ago, Tom.
1: Interesting. <laughs> Drowning Room seven inch? Yeah. It's a great record. It's really good, yeah. But then they came out with a record after that on Too Damn Hype that was fully in the Don Fury recorded post-hardcore post hardcore post hardcore thing. Interesting. Okay. Called Levitate. Um they're not on yeah, streaming, I've but heard, I've heard you advocate for this. It it like doesn't exist. So uh, lament is is maximum penalty yeah with uh our john scandato one like so mike and mark scandato from inhuman and, and confusion and shut down and it, it's their one it's their older brother um and he sings and like kind of like a yeah he's got like a marcy vibe without the problematic um ideas mm. um but yeah so lament the levitate record if you can find it or if you can download it somewhere it's excellent uh another band that's on streaming yes um error type 11 oh sure, that's yeah. a good one yep that's a good one yep so yeah this was sort of dudes from mind over matter and a bunch of long island bands uh, uh a dude from i i feel like he was in satia mm-hmm. maybe somebody from like six going on seven one of those like um kind of they were definitely acolytes of mr shrifles yeah definitely mm. But those records are out there. They had a split on Rev with Game Face. Yes, they did. Um, I think they have a record on some records, maybe. Excellent. Like kind of, it's the it's the between. It's like the it's quicksand morphing into rival schools. They're the the main the like the midpoint.
3: And I'm fairly certain that. some of those fellas played in a few yes. things with like World's Fastest Cars, which was between quicksand
1: and rival schools. So yeah, the singer. Slash guitar player, Artie Shepard, who owns, who's, owns uh, St. Vitus, actually.
0: Oh.
1: Um, or partially owns St. Vitus, whatever yeah. the story is. He, uh, he played guitar and sang with Walter in, in World's Fastest Car. Um, we talked about FAR, that Water and Solutions record. Jonah had two other bands, Gratitude. Oh, right. Do you remember them at all? So that was uh, Norman from Texas, The Reason. Yeah. And, and Jonah, major label record. It's yep. actually a really good record that is woefully overlooked.
2: I was going to say it falls into that handsome category of kind of like getting the also ran uh, uh, label, but maybe unfairly.
1: Then there was new end original. Oh, I forgot. Another. Yeah. I forget. to remember New End that original. One too. Yeah. That was on J tree. I think. Um. Oh, there was something else that I was going to, you just, oh, fuck. You said, all right. So I said gratitude and you said something, Pat, what'd you say?
2: I said it's in that handsome, like, major label, like, is this real sort of. Category. Okay,
1: so I had this other weird band that I, we'll go back to. Just remind me of that. And then Seaweed, which we didn't bring up. Do they fit in this? Uh, they, so they, the
3: they have been they have been grandfathered. They've been put into post-hardcore, like, failure yeah. by Sonic uh, parallels and analogs, despite the fact that they are kind of more of an alt yep. band. But I mean, I feel like they were uh, like a punk
1: band for most of it, too. Okay, so here's the thing. Sub-poppy I, punk
2: kind of thing? I think that they come... I think that they're punk dudes. I could be wrong. If Seaweed's listening, let us know. I think they're punk dudes that come from skate skate punk, not what we typically Correct. talk about.
1: As they're from Tacoma. They, yeah. yeah. But I mean, quite honestly, every time I saw them in the 90s was with either Quicksand into another yeah, that was Eye, Millimeter. They all played those shows.
2: Yes, yep. and yep. listen. Seaweed made my playlist with like 10 songs or more. I think Seaweed is a generational band better than Nirvana in every conceivable way. Yeah,
3: we've heard and, Drug Church never speak to me yeah, of this again.
2: Exactly. And yeah, it, we, it, yeah. it, it, I really think they're an awesome band, uh, but they made my list, but in the same way Fugazi did. You know what I mean? Like with protest.
1: That right, makes sense. And here's one that th- i feel like this is like we were talking about the mandela effect earlier yes mm-hmm. yes i don't think i made this up they, but there was a band there was a major label like it almost seemed like a band that was put together that was sort of post hardcore in in a in a very polished major label way at like the end of the 90s a band called simon says i do not know them i know they were on name. hollywood That's records amazing. right around the wow. time when into wow. another was wow I haven't thought about
3: that band uh, probably since then. I couldn't tell you what they sound like, but I rem- this all sounds v- correct. Everything you're saying sounds familiar.
1: I'm trying to think. Of, uh, the record was called – oh, man. Geez, they, they don't look great anymore. Um, <laughs> they're still touring? They were from Sa- – they're from Sacramento. They changed their name to Key to Arson and broke up in 2004. But they had a record called Jumpstart on Hollywood Records. Oh, Hollywood, sure. But the, but and then Hollywood went away, so their records just like disappeared. Yeah, but I don't remember. I remember kind of thinking like this was like post hardcore the way like you know Far was on like you know like yep. on Epic and it was like a post hardcore yeah. band. Like it or was that, like the,
2: that band that we've talked about, Understand. Uh, who, by the way, her I don't know if I told you this. Uh, who told me this? Who who told me that the guy from Understand is a big uh, tour manager now? It was one of you fellows, the guys, the guy that told me that. He's a, he's like a muse. He's like a, I think he might literally be the tour manager for muse. Uh, he heard us talking about, uh, understand on this podcast and was very flattered because he doesn't hear people talk about that band very often, but they, they were one of those bands too, that because they were coming from, uh, the UK UK, because they were coming from the UK and because their next record, I want to say got upstream to a major, there was always kind of, is that a real band sort of thing? But those are they have some cool tracks, you know what I mean? Which is what happened to a number of bands that kind of tried the major label thing at this time.
1: It's Dom Anderson who was, yes, is the tour manager for Muse since two thousand three, so he's he got in early. Yeah,
2: he did. Uh, uh, Who's his friend? Who? uh, Sorry to 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 whoever told me this. It's weird that I would not remember this conversation as uh, it's what, but uh, yeah. Shout out to that dude. Um but there's a number of bands like yeah. that. I want to I want to add uh, Kerosene 454 and Giant's Chair to the conversation. Um Giant's Chair wow. has two has two tr- two albums that I'm aware of. Uh I mentioned them almost exclusively for Ryan Hex who is the only Giant's Chair fan I've ever encountered in my life, but uh a very good <laughs> uh, Kerosene 454 has some of the most unique vocals in post-hardcore and some real fucking tracks. Everybody go listen to that. Um Sam, I am. Does it make the list? That's the problem. If you open the door with seaweed, you open the door to Sam, I am. Yep. Sam-I-M.
3: Yep. Um, yep. And so you got stuff that's stuff like fiddlehead and Tidal fight. Yep. And then you go into seaweed and you're like, eh, Sam, I am. Yep. It's a yep. slippery slope out here on it the post-hardcore mountain. Now
2: let's talk about the ultimate slippery slope, which is fucking uh, mantra by Shelter. Is it post-hardcore? Yes or no?
1: Yes. I agree. I feel like all of Shelter is post-hardcore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's but I'll
3: say up until Mantra it fits more the 80s weirdo music like like the stuff that the dudes it's like oh yeah you remember those punk guys from 76% uncertain this is their post hardcore band shelter but mantra all of a sudden feels like it's going into but you you forget how much energy and speed and power there is on mantra like
1: but it's so glossy. It's it is so glossy. Added. It
3: really yeah. is glossy. No, I'm not going to argue. If somebody wanted to call it post hardcore, they could. I also think there's a lot of people who say that's just a hardcore record. Like
1: that's a more. trying I mean, to use it today's song,
3: right? That's a more hardcore record than the Shelter records before it, in my opinion. There's faster and more mosh parts than the Shelter records before it.
2: Maybe, but like, he's
3: what's also your body it. even supposed to do during some of those early Shelter record songs? You know, just like vibe you're supposed, out. You're supposed to,
2: really? You're supposed to give praise to, to the, uh, yeah. the eternal Godhead. That's right. Um, but here, mantra, here's are stage diving. I'm stage diving for every moment of mantra. However, the, the vocal choices are so goddamn strange. Yes. That it's up. It's something else. You know what I mean? Like it, I can't, I would really hesitate. Yes. Of course it's hardcore music. If somebody asked me, I'd go, yeah, it's a hardcore record, I guess. But post hardcore to me, that's a post hardcore record.
1: I mean you ain't hanging upside down on a, on a truck singing those songs for four minutes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know what? Uh,
2: I'm also not wearing kappa pants.
1: Hmm. That's true. Well so let's fix that. Don't
3: ever speak to me of this again. <laughs>